Hello, sweet sister. Welcome to the Lounge of the Single Women Society. I'm so excited. Can you hear it in my voice? I'm so excited that you're here. I, guess what? I get to share an on-air coaching call with all of you today. I, these are my favorite. I love having this incredible opportunity to work with women one-on-one. This is what I do in the Panther Room with my clients to allow me into your hearts, to give me an opportunity to look at your life in a different way, to give you some guidance and some reassurance, because sometimes that's all we need when it comes to finding love. And I'm bringing to you today the beautiful Karina. In fact, when she hopped out, when I saw her, um, when I saw her in the video, she's got this gorgeous magenta hair, beautiful, beautiful woman. And she found us through Instagram and she filled out a form to be brought here to be coached on air for all of you to hear. And I think these calls, it's not, and I was telling her this, it's not only important for her to hopefully guide her and to direct her and to help her look at her life and her love life in a different way, but also for you as the listener, this is an incredible opportunity for you to kind of see yourself in her own story and, and to, as you're listening, you're like, Hmm, is this something that I can do in my life? And hopefully the answer is yes. <laughs> so I'm so excited to share Karina with you. So lady, ladies, please help me welcome Karina to the show. Karina is here for an on-air coaching call. So some of you know, I put out my feelers where I ask the women in my community if they are interested in being coached here uh, on the show, because as I was telling Karina before we hit record, it's I know that her story, a lot of you, as you're listening, you're going to hear a lot of similarities between your story and what she's going through. Because uh, when you apply, you have to apply to be here um, coached on air. And I was reading and I was reading your intake form, Karina. And I was, I, I, as I was reading and I was like, oh my gosh, these are, these are issues that um, I'm sure that a lot of different women are facing. And so I am just so grateful that you've decided to spend some time with us here. So thank you. Okay. So we're just going to jump right in. So let's, why don't you do a little introduction of who you are and what brings you here and how can I help you today? Um, well, I am Karina. I am a single mom. I have three kids. I honestly, I've been a single mom since I was 21 years. Um, mm, okay. I've tried dating off and on since then, and I got in the moment where it was like I was dating for the convenience rather than finding somebody for me. Um, it was just because mm -hmm. I was lonely and wanted somebody to talk to, so I finally opened my eyes and realized I needed to do something different and find me and find what I wanted that made me happy rather than just because I didn't have anybody. So I needed help. I needed guidance on how to do that because I've always been just mom. I would say within the last two years, I finally realized I'm a woman too. And my happiness counts and I haven't, I haven't been fulfilling that. So I decided to, to jump on here. Um, Find some yeah. some other ladies that are going through the same thing, and just try to try to get myself in order before 
getting myself back out there again to start dating. That, uh, okay, so thank you for sharing that. Okay, so let me back up just a little bit just to give me a little bit more of a history. So you became, you became, you became a mom at the age of 21. How old are you now? I am 34. You're 34. Okay. So how old are your kids? Um, I actually became a mom at 19. Um, my oldest is 14. Um, I have a son who's 14. My middle daughter is 13 and then my youngest is four. Oh my gosh. Okay. So have you, tell me about, tell me about, so were you in a relationship when you were, cause you said when you were 21, were you in a relationship when you were 19? I was married. Um, my two older children, oh, I you was were married, married. To, okay. to their dad. Um, it just, we were young and things didn't go like we thought they would. And it all became too much too soon for him and it wasn't the life that was expected then. So we Mm -hmm. stayed together until, so how old were you when you got married? Um, when I was 19, when I was pregnant with my son. Okay. Okay. So you were married for, for basically two years. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, now tell me, so you, so after the divorce, you went on a journey of probably thinking that the next thing is to just get into another relationship, right? Because yes. that's, so tell that's me, tell I me knew. more about the journey between, okay, right, exactly. So from when you got, so when, so when you, when you were divorced at the age of 21, tell me a little bit more. Did you, or did you have serious relationships? Did you, what was your, what was your history there? I never had a serious relationship after, um, for about four years after we got a divorce, I did a lot of dates, just dating random guys, um, just going on dinners and would never be anything serious. I would just say, okay, yeah, let's just go on a date, but nothing more than that. Um, And then I met my youngest daughter's dad on a dating site, um, got pregnant. And with, with that one, it was, I don't want another kid. So, um, he left Mm -hmm. and I've just, that was my, my downfall of what am I doing now? I'm bringing another child into this world. I don't have, she doesn't have a dad. What am I going to do? So I stopped. I stopped dating. Um, got close to a friend of mine who, unfortunately, lied to me about um, drug abuse, and mm. he was a narcissist. So he used me a lot. Um, so mm. he he left me with nothing. I I basically had to pick myself up from debt from the hole that he left me in mentally. Um, that was when she was six months old. And since then it's just been a fighting, fighting battle of mental, mental re I don't, I don't know the word to say. Like my mind keeps playing over everything that he said to me. Um, 
Nobody mm. was going to want me because I had three kids. I can't do anything for myself. Um, so every time I would try to go on a date, that would come up and has mm. been my issue. So someone else's, so his, his impact on one of the, what he has told you, you have taken it, you have taken it on and you've created it as a part of your identity. Yes. Self-sabotaging. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now, okay. So how long ago was this? That was, um, about three and a half years ago. Okay. So since then it's so, just been focusing on letting it go and getting stronger and I feel I feel much much better now now where I am than where I was a year ago. Um I don't bring it up in my head anymore. I don't feel that, but good. Yeah. Good. Okay. So you've been on a journey of re like that was your wake up call. So you've been on a journey of rediscovery for the yes. last three and a half years. Have you been dating? Have you been dating at all in that time? I tried. I tried recently. Okay. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Um, so I, within the last few months, I got on a dating app again, um, met a guy and on his, on his app, on his profile he put he wanted to to date he wanted a relationship so it's like okay we met up um things went well for about three weeks and then he just stopped talking to me and finally said that mm. he was not he was not in a place that I was looking for so he was not in a good place of somebody I was looking for which I was thankful for that but, um, again, I did the self-sabotaging and I went and looked on social media and trickled down to find he was dating somebody else. <laughs> Which doesn't help your situation as far as what's in your heart and what's in your head, because you do have the words that are still lingering from this previous relationship that you had. And so to, to you, the self-sabotage was like, Oh, well, he's right. Nobody, I'm sure you were saying to yourself, well, you know, he was right. And maybe this is that nobody wants me. And so you're, you go start to have that dialogue with yourself. Yes. Is that right? I did. Yeah. I did. Okay. And I kept questioning what's wrong with me. Why doesn't anybody want me? What's, what am I doing wrong? Everything that you could mm. think of for somebody to blow things off with you. That goes into my head. Absolutely. So, okay. So you have, okay. So it's brought you here where, okay. So did you like, do, are you on any apps right now? Are you dating no. right now at all? Are no. you actively out there? No. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. Okay. So one of the things that you had said on your intake form was, that you, I'm trying to think of how, I'm trying to remember how you worded it. Actually, I have my piece of paper right here. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it for our audience because I, um, do I need to keep working on me and knowing my true self before dating? What if I don't know my interests or likes because I have always just been mom? 
And I think that, so this is kind of what I want to address because I think you have come to a point in your life where you're realizing that you have been placing your value, your worth, your happiness um, as a woman on whether or not you're in a relationship and whether or not someone considers you valuable or, or that you're being validated by someone else. And now you've reached that point where you're like, okay, <laughs> what is it like to be a woman? Meaning what are the things that I want to do in my life? What are the things that I see myself doing? And the reason why I asked for your previous history is that all of this kind of makes sense, especially when, when women get married young and start having children young, it is, we think that this is going to be, we put all of our eggs in that basket and we're like, this is what I am. This is who I am. I'm a wife and I'm a mother and we put our interests and everything to the side. So to me, I think Karina that this is, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying this, like this is a huge celebration right now because you've had this awakening to the point where you're like, okay, I deserve more than this, but it's not that I deserve more, meaning I deserve it in a relationship. I deserve more because I deserve more from myself. Yes. I deserve, I deserve to be Karina not just mom and not just girlfriend, right? So I'm super excited that you're at this point. (laughs) This is you, uh, cause here's the thing when it comes to attracting love and I'm sure you listen to the podcast when it comes to attracting love and bringing love into your life, you have to love your own life first. Meaning it has to be fulfilling. It has to be exciting for you. It has to be something to where you get up every day and you say to yourself, I'm so excited. I get to do this today. And the more we pay attention to ourselves and love ourselves, the more we seek the the validation and our value and our worth based off of how we feel about ourselves. And if someone says something to us or ghosts us or you know, starts, uh, breaks up with us. It's, we don't, it's their loss. It's their loss. Right. Okay. So tell me this before you became a mom, what were the things that you loved to do? If you remember. In all honesty. Yeah. I've never had that. Okay. Okay. Like I can't say have any true friends mm-hmm. I only have family um like when something's going wrong with me I don't have anybody I can reach out to so for me to say I have interest the only thing I really enjoy doing is reading okay um I don't have anything else where it's like oh yeah I, I could go and do that or I want to go and do this um because Graduated high school, became a mom, mm-hmm. and that was life, and that's been my life. Yeah, yes. Okay, so, all right, so let's, 
reading, that reading is good. I think reading is excellent, but let's, I, I see when I'm looking at you, I see some adventure. Like I want, I want adventure in your life. So let's, when we think, okay, so, all right. So you found me on Instagram, yes. right? So when you're, when you're scrolling Instagram, like what type of accounts do you follow? Like when you see something, you're like, Hmm, is there anything that you ever see as far as social media or television or YouTube that you see that inspires you to, when you say to yourself, this is, I wonder what it would be if I could try this, or I wonder what I could do if I was to do something like this. I think for me, it would just be like the little trip getaways um, mm. or like the beach or around where I'm at. There's like little wineries, um, stuff like that, I think would be something that I would probably be interested. Nothing too <laughs> over the top, but something that's like. Why not over the top? No, I see, see, we're gonna we're gonna change this dialogue. <laughs> okay, so um, no, I want it over the top. You you deserve like the sun and the moon and the stars and the universe. You deserve all of that, all of that. Sorry, I'm getting a little choked up. So when we talk about experiences, do you ever have you ever? like dated yourself? Have you ever taken yourself anywhere? Have you ever allowed yourself that kind of opportunity? No, but I did hear one of your last um, YouTube videos about dating yourself. And I actually um, took a day off this next week. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, my kids go back to school on Tuesday. So I took a day off so I could do something for me. I just don't know what, <laughs> what I'm going to do yet. But um I want to go and do something by myself and yes. be comfortable by myself. And I've always been very shy. I don't open myself up. Um, so I'm trying to break that. I, I do, Okay, so I have some suggestions for you. So where, where are you located, Karina? Where, where do you live? Um, I'm in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Yes. There's probably a lot to do in San oh, Antonio. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you're in a major metropolitan city. Yes. Okay. Now I grant now granted I know that with with the virus and stuff that there's some limitations, but I do okay. Being a shy person, it can be overwhelming and can be intimidating to just walk into a situation by yourself. But it'll only be difficult and intimidating for that very first time. That is the hardest time that it's going to be because when we do something that's uncomfortable and outside of the box, and this can go with dating, this can go with anything in life, right? Job interviews, um, going for that promotion, uh, going on that first date. When we are uncomfortable, we're only... When we do something for the very first time, we're uncomfortable just for that very first time. And then once we do it and then we're done with it and we're like, oh, whoosh, look what I just did. I, I'm incredible. I just did this. And it boosts your confidence. It, it makes you feel better about yourself. It's going to peak and, and, and spark some new interests or some new thoughts, some new feelings. 
um, about yourself or about whatever. Um, you learn new things about yourself. That's one of the things that I love when you do things by yourself. That is like, that is like a crash course of learning about you. And that's probably why you haven't been successful in the past with finding a partner is because you've never had the opportunity or chance to know who you are. So how would you know, right? What partner you want? Because it's not, you're still kind of unclear of who you are. So, okay. So you're in San Antonio. You have the day off next Friday. I'm so excited about this. Okay. Um, so the kids are in school. So you have a day, you have a day off for yourself. Um, so there are, there are, so one of the things that I used to do is, and hopefully will again, is I used to arrange, I used to arrange international retreats. So I used to take a group of women and we used to go, we used to go internationally and I used to create all of these amazing experiences. There are, now I'm not, I'm not promoting, I'm not, this isn't like a sponsorship, but I do, if you go to, so here's some, just a couple of suggestions. For those ladies that are like, I need something different than the manicures and pedicures. Granted, that's important. Don't get me wrong, but I do, I really believe in creating experiences for you. So are you familiar with uh, Airbnb, the Airbnb app? Yes. Okay. Do you know on the Airbnb app, they have a complete com section called experiences? Yeah. So Airbnb, this is great. Um, this is something that I, if you are like brand new to a community or you're wanting a different adventure, this is really good, especially for my introverted sisters, because when you sign up for an experience through Airbnb, what it is, is that they have guides. So they have like guides that take you on these certain adventures. So sometimes it could be a food tour. It could be a brewery tour. It could be an art tour. It could be, um, horseback riding. It could be yoga with llamas or goats. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's always, and it, you know, that you're walking into a situation where there's also going to be other people who might be there by themselves too. So immediately it allows you to relax a little bit, knowing that you're not alone. So Airbnb experiences is a great place. Meetup.com is also another great place. Um, Viator, which is spelled V-I-A-T-O-R, is also another app that has these experiences on there. And I would just explore, because here's what's going to happen. I want you to explore these experiences and then I want you to find something that sounds interesting to you. Okay. What I want you to do too is think a bit, think since you haven't allowed yourself to really have any kind of experience, I really want you to have, if you were sitting with your best friend, let's just say, and you were doing this for her, think about like how you would talk to her about as she was walking into the experience. I want you to talk that way to yourself. If that okay. makes sense. Okay. Yes. Because if your best friend is like, oh, I'm so nervous. This is, I want to do this thing. You're not going to be like, oh yeah, don't do it. You're going to be like, no, do it. Go experience it. So what do you think about that? What do you think about like taking that leap and doing something like an experience with strangers? 
I'll look at it. I'll look at it. I mean, I I want I want to get out of my little bubble. So I will definitely look at it. I mean, I know it's only Thursday. Still have a week to plan it, so it'll give me a good chance to find something that interests me or something that I've never done and wanted to try. Maybe it's on there. Well, I tell you what, hold on. We're so I'm gonna do something I've never done before. I'm gonna pull this up right now. Okay. We're going to do this right. We're just going to do this right now. Because here's the thing. I have you. I have you right here with me right now. So let's, I don't want to send you off on your way and be like, oh yeah, I'll look into it. No, we're going to do this right now. Immediately, immediately, Karina, there is like a ton of things that have popped up. Okay. So let's, we're going to add a date. So we're going to add, we're going to add next Friday. I'm just going to get to it. So next next Friday. Friday. So it's, it's the 20th. Here we go. Now, granted your budget, I don't know what you plan on spending, but lunch, libations, and boutique tour. This one is for the foodies and history junkies looking for an afternoon treat. Okay, so basically you go to this bar and then you have a drink in hand. We will explore the oldest hotel oldest hotel west of the Mississippi and discover its many secrets, including the history behind why it's reportedly the most haunted hotel in Texas. That sounds fun. I've always wanted to go to that hotel to find out. It's available. It has five, it has amazing reviews. So that is awesome. It's available from 12 to 2.30 next Friday. That works. So. My youngest gets out at 3.10. Well, then there you go. So you could literally... So I'm going to, I'm okay. So here's, here's the thing. So I, when we're done with this call, when I'm stopped recording, I will walk you through and I'll, I'm going to, we'll see. I really want you to book this tour. I think it'll be something adventurous and something fun and it'll get you an opportunity to meet new people and learn something new about you. And then I think you should make this a routine to do this once a month, if your budget allows, right? Because everything, of course, but, um, allow an opportunity for you to have like a Karina day. Yes. Once a month to, do you have the support of family and, um, do you have the support of family that could possibly help you with the kids? Yes, I do. Okay. Wonderful. 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 So the reason why I asked is because I want to make sure there's no excuses. If you plan it ahead of time, right? And you're like, this is Karina Day. And here's the thing too, and I think that this is important to mention for our listeners, is that we as women, part of our job, especially for if, if, we, have, if we have sons or daughters, we are the female role model for our children. They also learn how to treat us and how to respect us by the way we treat ourselves. And so, especially when it comes to our daughters, it's our job to teach them that even though you become a mother, you're not, you still are, you're, you're still, you're still you, right? You're still Karina. You're still a woman that has adventures and interests. I think that you just making this, this conscious effort and showing up for yourself at least once a month, creating these new adventures for you, you're going to explore things about your town that you never thought that you would ever get to see and you're going to do it by yourself. Yes. I yes. actually, I actually, um, 
was telling uh, this coworker of mine that I wanted to to do that once a month, have one day off during the week where I go and do something, but once a month. Once a month. Once a month. Yes. During the week, take a day off and just have a day for me because I don't, with three kids and schedules and I don't ever have that opportunity. I've never tried it. I've never been able to financially do that. So So now you feel that you're possibly in a position where you can once a month. Yes. Wonderful. That's wonderful. Okay. So now we have started to kind of start creating some interests, right? So you're going to start adventuring, creating experiences for yourself. One of the things that I do believe that's important when it comes to rediscovery is spending time, not just adventures and, and going out, but also spending time on ourselves on a daily, on the daily, because I think that especially for you and for the mothers who, um, have busy lives and, and that are single moms with kids, small kids at home, it can be, it can be really hard to find some time for yourself every day. So is there a time of day where you could carve out 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, even 15 minutes where you can just have what I call white space, which is just quiet time for you. I would say in the morning, in the morning, everybody wakes up. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're going to have to make a conscious effort to do this, right? So what time do the kids get up in the morning? Um, with school starting, they will start getting up by six 45. Okay. What time? Okay. So just today, let's just say, for example, what time do you have to get up in order to get the kids ready in order to get the ball rolling? By six. Okay. So you have to get up by six. Yes. Okay. Are you a morning person or are you an evening person? uh, No, I'm a morning person. You're a morning person. Okay. Um, Okay, good. So do you think that, do you, do you have a journal? Do you ever write your thoughts and feelings down? Not as often as I should. Okay. So I think that you should start a practice with yourself. Now, um, I have an episode that talks about journaling. Have you, did you listen to that one? I haven't. Okay. So it talks about all the perks of journaling, but I think we need to start small. Like I think that Um, this isn't when we don't have a relationship with ourselves or we've completely lost ourselves and we're wanting to find love. I think that it's really important to reconnect with our inner self and it's important to kind of start there. And one of the key ways that you can do that is by writing your thoughts down. So do you think that you could get up at five 30 and you could just set a timer and just do what I call a brain dump, which is write whatever you're thinking and feeling in that moment. Yes. Do you think that you're so easy, Karina? I'm like, could you think you could do all this? And you're like, yes, yes, yes. I want, um, I want to do it. 
Yes. Because I know I need it. You do. You do. I would agree. Because what happens is, as you write, you're talking to yourself, right? So you're having this dialogue, an outward dialogue with yourself. And as you write, you're reestablishing and reconnecting a relationship with her because you, you haven't in so long, right? And she has a lot to tell you. There's a lot of things that are in there that she's like, can we have a conversation? <laughs> and you're like, and I'm not talking about the ego. The ego is there to protect you. The ego is there to, um, you know, it wants to protect you. It's like the ego is kind of the inner mean girl. I'm talking about like your, not to sound too woo-woo about it, but your higher self, like the Karina at the core, like the woman, the magical, beautiful, glorious woman that you are. She wants to have a conversation with you, right? So as we're having this conversation with, with ourselves, you're going to discover more about yourself in a much quicker time frame than if you would just keep sinking yourself into relationships, right? Which I think you know this. So here's my suggestion. I think that you should get a journal that you would love to pick up every morning. And something that is a reflection of you. This is something that I have all of my clients do all of my clients. I'm like, if you're going to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my clients automatically know it's, it's, it's a journal. You got to get a journal first. And then I would set a timer for five to 10 minutes max. And I think 10 minutes is, might be too much considering if you haven't journaled before, but set it for five minutes and just start with a brain dump. And okay. if every day is overwhelming, Karina, just do three days a week. Start with something that's doable because as women, especially as driven women, we're like, oh, I'm going to do it every day. And then it gets overwhelming and then we have the guilt because we're not doing it every day. And then we have, <laughs> we self-sabotage. <Yes. laughs> it's just a vicious cycle, right? So I think that, I think, set, do you think setting a goal of three days a week, it could be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It could be on the weekends, like Saturday, Sunday mornings, maybe when the kids sleep in and they're like watching TV or allow some time for you to breathe. Um, and I think by allowing you this opportunity, you're going to create this, start to create this relationship with yourself and discover more and more about you. Um, how does that, is that doable? Yes. I think I can make the three days, the three days work. Good. So three days a week, you're going to, so journaling for three days a week, set a timer for five minutes, put on some like music that you love too. music can like move us. And, and as you know, like I'm a dancer. So like music is like, is so important to me. Like it moves, like I can listen to music and be like, I gotta, I have to dance to that. So put on like your favorite, whatever soothing music or whatever it is that, um, speaks to you. And that could help put you in the mood as well to write things down. Um, okay. So we got a plan. So you're going to have an experience for yourself. You're going to do it once a month and you're going to start to have a dialogue with yourself, which is super important. Um, what other questions do you have for me? I, my mom tells me that I overshare, but I feel like if I don't share that I'm hiding who I am. Um, and I feel like I don't, I don't bring up past experiences because I've, I've, I don't want to know, I don't want people to know 
what I've gone through because I've gone on dates where I've told them past experiences and the comments that I've received, it's like, why would you say that? Why would any woman knowingly put herself in that situation and not want to do something about it? Um, so I don't, I don't share that anymore. It's more of what I want and what I feel like I deserve. But it seems as when I do that, within a day or two, it's like they're gone. <laughs> they're gone and I never hear from them again. Um, in the most recent dating app, I had, I had talked to another guy on there that we, I felt like we connected. Everything was going great. Um, unfortunately, circumstances, he, um, he got sick. He got a cancer diagnosis. So in his head, what he's used to, he needed to fight that fight alone. So that ended right there. Like that was it. That was the end of any kind of friendship or talking because he needed to fight that fight. So I, I got tired of feeling like I put myself out here and I get nothing back in return. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, okay. So here's, here's what I have to say about that. There is, so when we, when it comes to sharing of ourselves, we, when we go to share like our previous experiences or who we are, when it, when it comes to dating, we, there is everyone's definition of oversharing is different. So I think even just saying that, like I can say like, don't overshare, but what might be oversharing to me isn't to you and vice versa. When we are getting to know someone and we're slowly opening up and we're slowly telling them bits and pieces of ourselves and sharing ourselves with them. We have no control what they think and feel about what we've been through or what we're sharing with them. I don't think the problem has been that you've overshared, right? So I think the problem is who you're allowed, who you are, when, who you've allowed in to who you're sharing to. So if someone I, I think, you know, when it comes to scaring people away, if you are in a position to where, you know, you're comfortable with this person, you've gotten to know this person and you share a part of you and then they get scared, Karina, that is on them, not on you. They're, if they feel that it's something that they can't handle, that they don't want to have whatever, whatever it is, the oversharing is, I think that if they come to that conclusion, that's not something that they can handle or it's something that, you know, that you don't want that anyway. Right. So I think meet, meet them to where they're at. So if you share, allow them to share. You don't want to, here's just, here's, here's my, here is my philosophy on oversharing meet them where they're at. If they're not willing to let go and share parts of themselves, they don't deserve to know these things about you, Karina. They don't. They have to earn it. 
right? They have to earn to know these special parts of you. So if they're not meeting you, if you're sharing and they're not sharing at all and you share a little bit more and they're not sharing at all, then that's when you go. And this is why you going on this journey of like reconnecting with yourself and loving yourself. You're going to be able to recognize and see when these things happen to where you're like, instead of like putting it all out there, you will slowly like keep sharing more and sharing more, hoping that they will connect you to where you're at. And if they don't connect you to where you're at, then you know that that's not, then they're not a good fit for you. That makes sense. So you don't, it's like, let me give you an example. This is a horrible, terrible example. When I think of these things off the top of my head, they're terrible, but I'm just going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like someone going, hi, and you going, hi, how are you? Oh my gosh. I just got back from the store. I just like have all these groceries and I'm like unpacking my groceries. And then like, as I was unpacking my groceries, my milk spilled and it like spilled all over the floor. And then I had to like clean it up. And all the person did was say hi. And you, do you know what I mean? Like, that's yes. an example of like, instead of you going, like if someone says hi and you go, hi, how are you? So then you take it the next step and they're like, I'm great. How are you? And you're like, Oh, I'm wonderful. Da, 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 da. So like, that's like, do you see how that levels, 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 levels? If you get to a point where you are, when you do start dating someone and you feel that they're meeting you, you're sharing, they're also sharing, and then you're sharing more and they're also sharing more, then that's when you'll know when it's the right time to share the big stuff. Okay. So I don't think it's necessarily oversharing. It's just when do we decide? It's knowing when we decide to let someone completely in and giving them the opportunity to also show up into our lives, right? We need to be like, I'm here. Are you going to be here? Are you going to join me? Or are you still going to be over there? Oh, you're still going to be over there? Then I'm not going to share anything else with you. That makes sense. Does that help? Yes, it does. So it's really easy to go to tell someone you're oversharing. It's really easy to say that when that's really not the thing. It's just when do you decide to share those important, those deep parts of yourself, really? And they have to, they have to prove it. They have to show up. They have to be there. They, they have, they have to show intent on wanting to know you and get to know you and to date you. Does that answer your question? It does. See, I feel there's... I feel like this um, this I don't know society this time frame that that we're in now with dating it's it's difficult especially when you have children because you have those that haven't moved on from their past or you have those that want to compare you to whoever they were dating before or. They don't want a serious relationship because they just got out of one, but it's like you're on different levels. You're at different parts of your life, and it's it's almost like they expect you to just wait. Just wait. Let me, like you said, let me catch up to you, but I think because I've, I've tried to put myself out there and finally catching on to that, I, I got discouraged with the dating, I guess, dating pool that 
I thought, okay, well, maybe it's just time for a change for me. Maybe it's just me that something needs to be upped a little bit more or my standards just haven't been met. I don't know, but it just, that's, I guess that's where I feel like I'm at. Yeah. And I think that, um, you've been talking to the wrong people. Oh yeah. Because you, again, you haven't, this all goes back to self, right? Like you really don't know what you want. Like you have an idea of what you want. And I think especially from what I'm gathering from you, it's, we love to see the best in everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Like you really try to have positive intent and see that. And we should, I think that that's a, I think that that's better than being completely guarded and having your wall up and not allowing anybody in, but it can be really difficult when you're not really knowing who you are and what it is that you want seeking out a partner. You're going to see, you're going to see the good in all and everyone versus having those. If you know you, you're like, okay, let me, I know my boundaries. These are my boundaries. Oh, you, nope, you, yes. Oh, okay, maybe you. No, 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 right? Like you'll know the more you spend time on you and loving on you and giving yourself um, time and attention and love, then you'll know what those boundaries are to where when you are ready to start dating, which I would say you should probably step away for now. Um, just for a little bit as you're like refocusing and spending time on yourself and you'll know when it's the right time because you'll have these, you're going to have these conversations with yourself to know when you're going to be able to have, to be strong enough to know what, what it is that you want and know what it is that you don't want. Cause you're right. Everyone's at different levels, but it's, it's up to us to know, like these people don't know what we want. It's up to us to allow these people in. Right. So if you see someone that's on a different level, you automatically know this is a no, this is a no. Right. Yes. Yes. You. Okay. So here's your, so you're going to get yourself a journal. You're going to journal three times a week. Um, just for five minutes, even if it's just for five minutes, give yourself grace. You're going to book yourself an experience next Friday. I'm super excited. I will, um, I will keep everybody updated because you're going to keep you, you're going to have to let me know how that goes. And then also you're going to take a break from dating for a while and just really date yourself and love on yourself because the inner woman, um, she deserves it. So Yes. Yes. Hmm. Well, Karina, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. I, I really enjoyed the experience. (laughs) I really did. Oh, good. I enjoyed you being here and thank you again. And, um, I will make sure and let our listeners know and follow up with them how your experience goes. So they'll be excited to hear. So We will talk soon, okay? All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. A huge, gigantic thank you to Karina for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending you lots of love and virtual hugs your way. And ladies, listen, I am going to follow up with her. I told her when we were done with the recording, I said, 
this is what I do. (laughs) This is the kind of coach I am. I will follow up with you and make sure that you have this experience. And when I, when I, uh, after we were done recording, she shared with me that she's a history, a little bit of a history buff. So isn't that experience like absolutely perfect for her? So I'll make sure and keep you all posted as she starts to create this relation, reconnect with herself and, uh, create these amazing experiences for herself. So I'm super excited for Karina. So thank you. Thank you again, my love for coming here. And ladies, as you're listening to this, if this is something that you feel that you could benefit from, that you want an opportunity to allow me uh, as your love coach to come into your ears and into your hearts and uh, allowing me to have an opportunity to work with you, I would love to have you here with me. So all you have to do is just email me directly, cat at singlewomensociety.com, or the link is right in the show notes. So you can just click down there and it'll just take you exactly where you need to go. You just fill out a short little form and you book your call and bingo. That's it. That's all it takes. So if you've been on the fence, this is my nudge. This is my gentle little nudge to go ahead and apply to be here with us. So All right, my loves, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, what's up? I'm so glad you're here. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and click the bell so every time we upload a new episode, you are the first to know. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please make sure and subscribe. Because they really like it when you do that. And when you rate and review our show too, it gets shown to more women because we want to spread the message of the Single Women Society and what we do here. So please make sure and do that. And just like Karina follows us on Instagram, come and follow me over there. I'm having a lot of fun. So come follow me at Kat Cantrell on Facebook or on Instagram. Now here's my parting words. If you have never created an experience for yourself, even if you are in a relationship, This is so important for you to step away and spend some time on yourself. So if you haven't done it in a long time, here is, if you've been waiting for a message from the universe, here it is. You better go and do it. Okay. All right, my loves. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you all next time.